heard. I mean, obviously, it's just one of the. What, what did it win? Like twelve Tonys, seventeen Tonys. I mean, it's like just that? an absurd. I mean, the fact that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have crossed. Well, they haven't truly crossed over. They, they in their minds have not. Everyone else. Everyone is else just is like, the guys, are you guys are done, right? <laughs> you have any like? It's like no, no, no. We we got like seven, seventeen more things we're working on. Yeah, ridiculous. Yes, they're quite talented. All right, everybody. First off, happy new year. This is the first episode of So Close to Greatness in 2019. Hey! Hey! And joining me today at the top of this new year, at the top of 2019, the year that apparently everybody's entering with positive vibes, but by the way they're driving, it just it doesn't Strange. seem like it. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. It's weird. It's you know what's weird to me is that just a day can make people say, "Oh, this is because all we've done is go around the sun." There's no real like reason to celebrate hashtag new year, new me <laughs> hashtag new year. Shut the hell up. But like, so just, just something that a calendar says, like it's December 31st. It's the end of the year. It's January 1st. It's the beginning of a new year. Like I get that. I get the mentality behind it, but it's still just like, it's just a day. You know what I mean? It's like fair. new year's resolutions to me are so stupid. Like if I want to change something, I don't wait for a new year. I just start doing it. No day like you today. Know? Yeah. No, no time like the present, player two. Bra. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just spent a week in You're LA. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> uh, so, Hot dog pizza. <laughs> no, it's a uh, or French fries. French fries pizza. French fries pizza. French mm, fries pizza. You see that? He French fried when he shoot a pizza. You French fried when you pizza. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> so, player two, how are you this this new year, this 2019? I am well. I am happy to be back on terra firma in the great state of Texas after spending a week in Los Angeles. Oh my goodness yeah. gracious! How how was that? Um, they ban- they banned straws. Does it show? Like, did you have to drink everything with your lips? Uh, I mean, yeah. off the rim uh, of the cup. You uh, always have to drink with your lips, but right, whatever. right, right. That was a that was a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we went to a Denny's, and this was days before the the turn of the new year. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, if we still are, you know, using straws after the first of the year, they'll fine us like four to five grand." Jesus. So it's to save the turtles. You obviously don't care about the turtles, but it's to save the turtles because apparently it's a problem for them. Um, and then we were shopping at the grocery store, my wife and I, and um, we're getting ready to check out. Lady's like, would you like bags? Hell yeah, I want bags. How many do you want? F, enough to fill my groceries up. And then my wife goes, no. Hell no, we're not buying into this crap. She goes, they're going to charge you 10 cents per bag. Yeah, no. So so they don't even have paper bags anymore. Oh, they haven't had those for years. Those have been gone for years. Man. Now they're phasing out. They, I was going to pay 10 cents per bag to get like a plastic reusable bag. Right, 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 right. Um, and that doesn't even go to all the other lunacy that you encounter on a daily basis. Welcome back to the best country in the United States. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In case you don't know, we, um, we love Texas. Uh, so today we, this is a, this is interesting because it's, it's a, it's Friday the 4th. This is going up tomorrow instead of our usual showtime on Monday to make it for the playoffs. Cause mm-hmm. tomorrow we have the first round of the wild cards. Tomorrow's is, uh, 
We have an AFC wild card and an NFC wild card. Mm-hmm. It's the Colts and Texans and the Seahawks and Cowboys. Now, now, player two, just what? <clears throat> okay, I'm sitting here. I'm looking at all the all the standings and right and all that good stuff. This year, there were, I mean, there were teams with losing records, right? They were like uh, the Jets were four and twelve. I didn't mean to mention them first. They just yeah. Why are you over. talking about my favorite team? Because they're in the AFC East, and that's the first. They conference division was something awful. Well, you know, we're, we're looking at it, and there are a lot of losing records. I mean, the Cardinals were, I think, the worst in the league. Yeah, they but, definitely are getting the first pick. But there's nothing. There's nothing like the Browns were for two years in a row. So I think no. all in all, it was like a, a moderately successful NFL season. I was rooting so hard for the Browns to win their last game and be eight, seven, and one. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, I, I don't have the numbers pulled right now. God, I wish I was better at my job. Um, but think about it. So they won zero games last year, like one, one game, game the, the year, year before, before. Yeah, I'd have to see what they won before. I wonder how many season victory totals you would add up to equal the number they got in just this season. Alone. Ooh, I don't know. I actually, I'll, I'll look that up. My actually, you look that up. I'll yeah, talk. I'll look that up. So, someone told me the other day, and it was really strange to think about. Have you considered the fact that the Browns were one kick away from having a 10 and six record? One bad kick three times is what I mean. Yeah. So there are three games where one kick. They're very close. And if the Steelers continue to have the issues that they had last year going into next year. Um, yeah, I think the Browns could easily compete with the with the Ravens for the division, which sure. which would add a lot of intrigue too because of the you know the shared history. How much? How much? And I, I hate that I have to ask this because I don't like him as a person, as a football player. I think he's all right. Uh, how much of that is Baker Mayfield, and how much of that is like the strange coaching changes they've had? I think this season? a huge amount of it is is like I think they've been building to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that you put somebody like Baker Mayfield under center. You know, you've got somebody who's supremely confident, who knows how to lead people. Um, you can you can question his methods, but you can't question the results. I, I mean, so, uh, clearly you can't. Clearly. By, by the way, I looked it up. Um, so they won seven seven games this year. Mm-hmm. Their la- their previous three seasons, they won four games. Um, if you go back to 2014, they were seven and nine. Now the interesting thing is the year they were seven and nine, which is a you know a respectable record. Um, they finished fourth in the, in their division. They have not finished out of the cellar in their division since at least a long time ago, a very long time ago. <laughs> since at least since at least like the last time, time they ago. made the playoffs. When so, was the last time they made the playoffs? That would have been that was early two thousands. I feel like it was like oh. Two because they had a year, I think 07, I think it was they went 10 and 6 and they missed the playoffs. Uh, yeah, 07, they went 10 and 6, they they missed the playoffs in one of those weird years where you had to win 11 to get in. Mm-hmm. It was a very odd season. The last time they made the playoffs, though, I believe it was 2002. Yeah, it was 2002. They were 9 and 7 and they narrowly lost a wild card game. To Pittsburgh, I believe. But it's funny because, you know, you'd think I'd have to like look through these seasons and be like, oh, was it this year? Or was it this? Uh, no, no, because they won nine games that year. And I think since they've come back to Cleveland, they have won, they have been an above 500 team one, two, two times. 
Wow. Two times. They finished third in their division this year, so this is the first time out of the cellar. Before that, they hadn't finished at least third since 2010. Wow. Futility, sir. Futility. <laughs> uh, so here's a question. I, we're, uh, you know, I'm going to change the subject as I do. Have you ever heard of Bottlegate? Bottlegate. It was December 16th, 2001. Okay. It was when... The, it was after the Browns, because the Browns, the Browns themselves, as we know them, are relatively new. Like right. they had been the 99. Cleveland Browns, and then they went to Baltimore. Baltimore, but Cleveland retained new, the history and the right. colors and all that. Right. Um. So, in on December sixteenth, two thousand one, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, there was uh something called Bottlegate, and I'll have to show you the video when we're done. Mm-hmm. But they. They had Cleveland, the Cleveland, Cleveland made a play. I don't know exactly what happened. Then they went up and they started the next play. Mm -hmm. And the refs went back and reviewed the play before that, which you're not allowed to do. That is definitely, you are not allowed. And you listen, you listen to the the commentators and they're like, I have never seen you. Oh, I remember this. You can't do that. When everybody was throwing Throwing all the bottles on the field. That's when the NFL stopped doing glass bottles in stadiums. Good call. Cause like uh, apparently a ref got his head hit and split open. Yes. Like it was bad, but, and I, Obviously, the video of it's incredibly the vid- compelling. The video, it, but it's you watch that shit and you're just like, sometimes you think to yourself, nah, this has got to be rigged. Sometimes you look at it and you and you look at that video and you're just like, what are they trying to get it? Like, are they really trying to keep the Browns because they needed a they, they this game they were six and six, right? They needed four games to even maybe make the playoffs, right? And they they broke broke a blatant rule. To yeah. go back and get them on something that they had initially missed. Sorry, ref, that's your fault. Right. And then the fans just hey guys, if you haven't seen Bottlegate, go to YouTube. Just type in Bottlegate, one word. And there's like a 17 minute mini documentary. It will it's it's compelling, as player two has said. Um, you know, it's funny too. I was just kind of looking through their history. You know, their last season Cleveland was ninety-five. They were five and eleven and you know, nothing nothing special there. The last time they played a playoff game past the first round uh would be nineteen ninety-four when they went eleven and five and lost in the divisional round. Take a wild guess for me, if you would, who their head coach was. A wild guess? Mm-hmm. Wasn't Jason Garrett. No. No, I think he might have still he was still playing in ninety five. Yeah. Um God, I don't know. Or ninety four. One Bill Belichick. No shit. Yeah. Belichick coached them their last, what was it? He coached them their last one, two, three, four, five years in Cleveland. He was the head coach. Really? Yeah, you know, Marty Schottenheimer was the coach there before he was the coach in Kansas City, too. Yeah, they had some decent coaches. Wow. When when they had Marty, when they had Marty there in his seasons back in the eighties, Marty took over. They uh in the middle of the year, they finished five and eleven and eighty four. Eighty five they go eight and eight and lose in the divisional round. Eighty six they go twelve and four and lose in the conference championship. They lose in the conference championship again in eighty seven. Those were uh, if you remember, those were uh two, if I remember correctly, uh one John Elway. So at least one of those was to John Elway. 88, they lost in the wild card. 
and 89, they lost in the conference championship. They went 9, uh, 6, and 1 and lost in the conference championship. They haven't even been to the Super Bowl, right? Is what you're saying? Uh, or is there one They appearance? won a ton of... No, no, no. I mean, Super Bowl era. Oh, no, no, none of those haven't. like past championship things before the right, Super Bowl. Right, because I was going to say, you know, Otto Graham, their quarterback back in the 50s, 40s and 50s, um, is known for 10 seasons, 10 championship games in which he played. They were, they won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven championships from 46 to 55, including one, two, three, four, five in a row. The first five in their franchise's existence. Wow. First five seasons. And that was the all American football, whatever they called it. They, and then they won their first championship, their first season in the NFL in 1950. So, wow. Um, yeah. Man, the Browns, so there you go. man. Yeah, they had, they had a great history um, when our grandparents were alive. <laughs> when our grandparents were young. <laughs> I think my grandparents were in their 20s at that point. Oh, geez. Oh, how time marches on, right? Yeah. God, I'm going to be fucking Waits for no man. I was upset. I don't want to be 30. 31. I don't you know? care. I don't give a shit. I remember when I graduated high school thinking, man, when I turn 30, I'm going to be like dead. Yeah. And I remember. I'm 31. I remember thinking, oh, man, when I'm 30, I'm. I, I, I was kind of the same. It's like, man, when I turn 30, I'm going to be an actor in Hollywood and I'm going to be able to just like do whatever. And I'll probably so like your soul will have died. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now I'm like 33 and I'm like, I've, I, I made a short film last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dreams are funny, aren't they? All right. So let's get into the playoffs. Yes. First off, I don't know. There's Okay. So the Chargers are the fifth seed in the AFC with a 12 and four record, mm-hmm. which is you are usually in the fifth seed. The Seahawks are 10 and six. Mm-hmm. So there's a two game differential there. Uh, no one really this year has been limping into the playoffs, which is nice. But how the hell do you have a 12 and four record and aren't like second seed or you know like what happens when you're a division with the kansas city chiefs i don't get that though like that's like they were i remember they were uh they were in the hunt a few weeks ago and i was like how the fuck are they have they're like 11 they were 11 and 3 at that point right well i mean some of it they kind of get screwed over a little bit by the division they were in this year with Mm -hmm. with kansas city being unbelievable the nfl chooses not to reseed and i'm okay with that because to me if you win your division if you're the best team of the four or whatever in your division Mm -hmm. you you deserve you deserve to be a top four right. seed, right, right, right. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it's an anomaly that happens from time to time. It's just it's funny to me. Like it's, you see that record, and you're like, the fuck. You know what? And they actually play significantly better on the road than at home, which mm-hmm. you know, they play at the uh, StubHub Center in Carson, California. Carson, California. Excuse me. I was being Carson. I was being silly, uh, which is right <laughs> on the campus of Cal. State. No silliness here. Sorry. This is not a silly show. It's right on the, the ass side of the campus of Cal State Dominguez Hills, which if I remember correctly from my time living there, crosses partially into Compton. Um, so, yeah, it's a soccer stadium that they're playing football in. It's Goodness. like 30,000 people capacity. I'm doing laundry while we do this. That's that weird hum. That's in the what's up. That's what's up. Um, 
I'm killing, adulting while I play. I'm killing life here. <laughs> Slaying. Multitasking bastard. Um, so anyway, so yeah, it's the, by far the smallest stadium in all of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And their first year there, they struggled to, uh, they struggled to fill it, but they're fine now. You can go 12 and four and even people in LA will be like, oh shit, they're really good. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, uh, I want to talk about the Eagles real quick. Uh, you, I guess we can just no longer count on the Vikings or the Redskins to do what they need to do. Well, I mean, let's also remember that the Redskins were starting to fade and then Alex Smith ragdolled his leg. I mean, I just, don't, I, I just didn't want the Eagles in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Nick Foles is everything he touches turns to gold, bro. So let's talk about that Foles-Wentz dynamic. Like, uh-huh. How did you... How did you feel when Foles won the Super Bowl last year, and and uh, and Wentz was named their starter when he was all of a sudden healthy? Like, do you think that Foles got screwed on no, that? No, because you know it's funny. Nick Foles is great in spurts. If you'll remember when he first took over his first go around with the Eagles, when he mm-hmm. took over as the starting quarterback, he threw like seven touchdowns against Oakland in his first start or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or it was very early on in his time there. And Nick Foles is, he's a nice player, but he's, you know, he's better served as a backup. I think he's, he's proven that over his career. Um, and the fact of the matter is you invested, you know, a high first round pick in Carson Wentz. You're not going to throw him, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to say, because let's not forget that before he tore his ACL last year, um, Carson Wentz was arguably the, the league MVP. So, you know, they say that that it takes more than a year to truly get over a knee deal, yeah. like a knee injury and kind of get back to being healthy. So I'm sure he'll be fine next year. But it's just, you know, they had a, you know, Nick Foles can do no wrong. They're in a great situation where they they have a, you know, a very serviceable backup. Hang on, hang on. Yep. All right. Okay. 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 Yes, we have been going for 18 minutes already. So, what were we talking about? Oh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. Yes, go. Continue. So, anyway, I I just think that, you know, the Eagles were in the best situation possible. You've got a guy who you believe is your franchise guy, and when he's perfectly healthy again and everything's great and, you know, whatnot, he'll be back in there, and that'll probably be next year. Well, that will be next year. Um and, you know, Nick Foles has proven that he can come in and for stretches be, you know, uh, borderline brilliant in, in the way he plays the position. And, you know, the biggest thing about him is he just doesn't turn the ball over. Right. And when you're a team like the Eagles that truthfully, you know, they had a really up and down year. But, um, you know, they have they still have basically the same team they had last year. Yeah. You know, so to me, they're and dangerous. Really, if we're talking about limping into the playoffs, it would be the Eagles with a nine and seven record. Yeah, that's that's the worst. But uh, the Cowboys and even at are that, they had to rally six. at the end of the season to right. get there. So you know, you could say that they're peaking at the right time. Sure. Yeah, and you can say the same with. Um, I mean, who was it that? Oh yeah, uh, the Saints when when the Cowboys beat them. Yep. Like they they needed a, a loss at that time. Because they were, it, we were kind of entering the playoff picture, and you don't want to get into it too. Sometimes hot. you need to refocus, right? And and that was a good. I think that was a good opportunity for them to refocus. I think with the Cowboys and the Colts getting shut out, which was an oh awful my game, God, terrible game. That was a well, dismantling first time shutout since two thousand three. Yeah. Um. 
uh, hashtag fire Jason Garrett, hashtag fire Scott Lenahan. Um, what do you say now, though? I, I still don't think that I think that after that game, it's evident that if you drive down the field, like how many full yard drives or full field drives do they have in that game and got to the red zone and didn't couldn't even deliver a field goal? Like that's that's fair. Th- that's that's coaching. Yeah, it's not a, that uh, clearly it's not the player because the players on the field can make it 95 some odd yards. Right. Get all the way to the end and not like they had what fuck they had like on they were on the one or two yard line somewhere in that game and they they, they couldn't even run it in right and that's that's coaching i think i i mean again i'm i'm a barstool manager is what i am <laughs> like i i don't i've i've never played obviously never played professional football never what? played in high school or college what i just i i see stuff like that and i see patterns and i'm just like man if you're getting shut out against the colts and you have those drives and you get that close and you just can't deliver there's it's more than a player's problem but but i mean you also have to remember the colts are 10 and 6 and playing in playing on wild card weekend too you know so they're not that. a bad team no no i get that i'm not saying they are right. i'm just saying to get shut out like that to not even that get was, on the board that was surprising that's the biggest issue about that game that was surprising because that came on the heels of i thought they were going to lose the game after the saints game they played philadelphia mm-hmm. i was sure they were going to lose to philadelphia because mm-hmm. that would be the most cowboys thing to do ever it would and they won that game and i'm like oh oh shit they might be able to run the table at the end of this season and get in at you know 11 and 5 or whatever and um yeah they cowboys all over that. They, I mean, they, the they cowed their boys all over the Colts. It was awful. It was awful. I hate, I was, what? Are you trying to not laugh? Because you can laugh. It sounded, that sounded like a euphemism for something. But whatever. That's exactly what it was. Oh, man. Yeah. I just was, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you were, if that's what you were that's throwing out there on the for. line. If I needed to get, that's what I was going for. I didn't for. want to necessarily get hooked and get reeled in. <laughs> You know, get deboned and filleted, and you know before you know it. So we, so we've got the Cowboys at fourth. We've got the Seahawks at fifth. This is for the NFC. We got yep. the Seahawks at fifth, uh, both with a ten six record. Uh, Eagles with nine seven record, six seed. Now here's the thing: the Bears are good for the first time in a long time, several years. Thank you, John Gruden, for giving them Khalil Mack. There you go. How do you see? You know, I, I have right here, if you hear the paper shaking, I have our brackets made up for this year. We're going to make another Ooh, bet. Ooh, I like this. You still owe me for the Baker Mayfield bet, Shit. by the way. I, I have not forgot forgotten about that. that. Damn it. We might just have to do two bets in one day. Damn it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, last year we had a, a, we had a, a playoff bet, and the loser had to get slapped in the face with a fish. And I lost pretty hardcore that time. Yeah. That, that, I got, that was bad. You got dismantled. A I bit. did. I did. So we're, we're going to start with the Eagles and the bears player too. Uh-huh. How do you see that game going? I do not see the bears losing at home, you know, in the playoffs with that defense, with Trubisky playing the way he's playing. They're seven and one at home this season. I do not see them losing that game. They beat the Rams and the Rams are like 11 and one too. Yeah. They, they're salty. Any anytime you have a, a a pass rush like they do, oh my goodness! So you're you're claiming bears for the NFC one of the NFC wild cards. Yes. All right. Guilty. How about the Hawks and the boys? 
Oof. Oof. Because we're at home too. We yeah, play pretty and well are seven and one at home. We are seven and one at home. The Seahawks are a five hundred team away. Yes, the Cowboys lost up in Seattle in like week four, but that was a completely different Cowboy team. And oh, by the way, Earl Thomas had like three picks, and Earl Thomas uh, uh, needed a new what was it? A new Achilles. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. Hmm. Also, when you talk about a different Cowboys team, we got uh, obviously Amari Cooper this time around. We. Vander Esch and is a remorseless killing machine. God, he's just I'm I mean Sean Lee who kind of I mean we're talking about Sean Lee playing 20 to 25 plays because Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith are so stupid good. Right? Um and then let's I mean I I, I keep I've I've said this several times. Uh Gallup, give him one to two more years, he'll be better I think he's than Des be Bryant. Special. I think he's going to be amazing. I, I don't know if he's going to be a better all-around wide receiver, but I think that his, the speed aspect of his game is going to play really well. Mm-hmm. When you have somebody like Amari Cooper, who, don't get me wrong, he's fast in his own right, but is more of a tactician kind of guy and runs great routes and gets open and makes the catch and whatnot, mm-hmm. I think that they're going to be a great complement for one another. And then, you know, obviously not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but they're going to have to, you know, something's going to have to be decided on Cole Beasley because he is a free agent. Um, So does Cole Beasley want to come back for the kind of attention that he didn't receive this year? Right. Um, So aside from that last catch, which was pretty stupid, which was which I, which he totally bailed Dak out because Dak completely overthrew that ball. Oh sure, sure. But and, and he used all do. he he's he used all five foot eight of his frame to make that catch. Uh, but how do you have the wherewithal to just be like knee? All I got to do is to get a knee. I got to get a knee. That's why they're playing in the NFL, and you and I are talking about the NFL. Sure. Um, God damn it! Yeah. So, so not, Hawks boys. Yeah. Um, I filibustered enough. <laughs> you know what? Yes. I know in the Pete Carroll era, they've never lost a first round playoff game. Never, 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 never. They're going to lose the first round playoff game. So you think the boys are taking this one? Yes. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Cleaves my soul. (laughs) So if the Bears win and the boys win, that means that the Saints would play the Cowboys again. Mm -hmm. Right. I like the Saints. (laughs) I do not see them losing at in the dome. In the dome, Drew Brees right. has never lost in a dome in the playoffs in his career. And then the Rams in and a the rematch Bears. against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Ooh, rematch galore. Ooh. Um. That yeah. This game, is this is the chip on the shoulder right here. Is what it is. Like who's taking what? I like the Rams. The Rams over the Bears. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I do, because this game's in L.A. The last time they played, it was in Chicago, if I remember correctly. Okay, okay. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Am I crazy there? I, I don't recall. Son of a gun. I don't. Re- I, I do not recall. Up. I don't I feel have like that the kind last, of memory for this sort of thing. I feel like when they played, it was definitely there. Let me look. Let me look. Standing by. <laughs> Let me look. Power down. Yep, it was in Chicago. I was right. I win. Give me all of your finest meats and cheeses. Ooh, yeah, I, I am hungry now that you said that. Dude, that Kroger was selling like prosciutto and provolone together. Oh, my God. <laughs> have you heard Have you heard my joke? I'm anti-violence, but I'm provolone. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say it, 
What, you get the same reaction? Everybody puts their head in their hands? Every time I say it, I die laughing. And the person person across from you just goes, oh, God, what has he done? I'm anti-violence, but I'm pro-malone. He needs a doctor. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Saints and Rams. Who is winning the NFC this year, player two? Oh, man. And that's going to be a rematch, too. That's going to be a rematch, too. Um, no, we need to do. We just need to go back and draw teams out of a hat and then make the bracket because I hate these rematches. Let's let's try and get the Cardinals into the playoffs. Or they create more. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Are you insane, sir? No, I'm just pro-Valone. Uh, you're pro-Valone. <laughs> Yes, you are, you magnificent <laughs> bastard, you. Um, I love me so much. Yeah, I know. Shut up. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. 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 Yes. Come on. Saints versus Rams. Oh, my God. And I would was... say you've got a 50-50 shot of being right, but you've only got a 50-50 shot of being right if you've been right thus far. Oh so I can't God. even do that math. Yeah, that's I don't like my odds. Um, <laughs> hmm. You know, it would be back in the dome again for the Saints where they beat the Rams by 10 many weeks ago. <laughs> many weeks ago. Many weeks ago. Four hours later. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Saints. So you think Saints are going to the bull? Yes. All right, man. Hey, that's the NFC. Let's check out the AFC. Okay. Colts and Texans. Who do you got? Give me the Texans at home. Six and two at home, won the division. You know. So we're thinking Texans are taking the Colts out. Yeah, I think so. And I mean. They're also playing pretty damn well, right? Oh, yeah. It's interesting, though. It's interesting, though, because this will obviously be the third time they face one another. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost the first time at home to the Colts by three. Mm-hmm. Then um, a couple weeks back, about five, one, two, three, four weeks back, they beat them by three in in Indy. But I just I just think the Texans are clicking on all cylinders at this point. You know, they added Demarius. Tom- sorry, they added Demarius Thomas, you know, during the season. And I think that they're just a better team. Okay, you think they're a better team. So, <clears throat> Texans over the Colts. How yeah. about Chargers and Ravens? I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers uh, going back east. They're 7-1 away. Um, you know, usually there's a thing about West Coast teams going back and playing in that early, in, in this case, the, the 105 slot. So, that's 10 a.m. Pacific time. But I don't think they're scared. And I also think that you know, the Lamar Jackson thing has been really nice and everything, but it's not a sustainable way to win football games. Okay. Not not long term. So, okay. you know, I think I think that, you know, the Chargers are just a damn good football team this year. I think Phillip Rivers is playing. I think Philip Rivers. Have you heard? <laughs> I made another joke. You're going to like this one. Oh, God. Um, is this so, going to be about his number of kids? No, well, sort of. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I saw that's going to NBC. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, the 10th, I think, is, yeah. is a, a... Brooklyn Nine-Nine's a good show, though. It's, it's a great show. But, so, you know, there's that running joke. Oh, wait, Nate, I hope this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass on the name of your sex tape. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> so he said, uh, <laughs> someone asked Philip Rivers, like, hey, you're back in the playoffs after a few years of not being in. How's it feel? He goes, oh, man, it just feels good to be in. It's been a while. Like, Name your sex tape. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> but God. He's also got like nine kids. He's, he's. When, I mean, when they're all old enough, like, he, his wife, and the kids could have their own offensive line. You know, and we we call them the Los Angeles Rivers. Oh my God! How about that? Oh my God! You know what's <laughs> funny too is like he married his his wife back when he was in college. They've really, been, they've been married since he was at NC State. Really, I think they had their first kid when he was still at NC State. Jeez, yeah, he's um, I'm Catholic, but he's Catholic on a whole nother on level. A whole, yeah. He's Catholic on all cylinders. I'm I'm working on one. He's got like nine. <laughs> oh, by the way, when is uh when is little when is player three gonna be ready? Player three will be ready here. Two uh, cooking a little quick, so a couple weeks early. So it looks like late February. Awesome. Yes. Uh, and I I don't even know if I've said it on on the show before, but congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Um. Also, congratulations on my unprotected sex. That's why, dude. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> dude! It was the worst. Like once again, not to not to take us too far off the uh, off the beaten That's okay. path. Okay, I remember here. where we were in the conversation. Yes, I remember where we were. Um, but but I always thought it was funny because you know my wife and I were both you know I'm 31, she's 30, um, and and the you know the thing is is like you know you get to a certain age where you don't have to be frightened of getting pregnant. It's like totally socially acceptable at this point. As a matter of fact, why are we behind? But I was always, I always felt it weird to tell people, oh yeah, we're trying. Cause it's like, yeah, we're banging a lot. Yeah. We're not wearing we're, any We're protection. having a lot of, we're having a lot of sex. We're not wearing any condoms. My pullout uh, game is, is, is not super strong. weak. It's just, it's non-existent. It's, it's non-existent at this point. Um, when the pocket collapses around me, I just go down. It's just, uh, I don't ever try to pull out. <laughs> so... Uh, we but, are trying to create the miracle of life. <laughs> God. Ugh. My wife said I can't be outside the hotel smoking a cigar, though. She won't let me do that. She can make me be in the By delivery hotel, room. do you mean delivery room? Or delivery room. Yeah, not hotel. Be outside the hotel smoking a cigar where you left your hooker in bed because you're having a midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> With my, getting ready to hop in my Porsche that I can't afford. <laughs> Okay, so um, <laughs> back just, to football. Can we can we make your child's middle name player three, your legal middle name player three? Mm. That's the bet. You said end of February. That's the bet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will do whatever you say I have to do. But oh if my I god. win this playoff picture, oh my god, you have to name. And we're gonna shake right now. I got. I'm gonna get my For camera out. You know we've already picked the middle name, right? No, but this is this is this is different, right? This is this is different. So here I am with player two. Hi, player two. Hi. And the bet this year for our NFL playoff bracket is that if I win, he has to legally give his child the middle name player three. Shake my hand. Oh, we did it! And crosses don't count if you're crossing anything. We did it! Ah! Player three! I have to win this bet, dude. I have to win this bet. All right, so there's video proof now of this bet being made. Are you still rolling on your phone? No. Oh, okay. 
Didn't want you to eat up all your battery. Oh, I appreciate that. Or Thank your you. Memory. Thank you. So, uh, yes, back back to football. We have Texans and Patriots. Texans. You're thinking about this a lot now, aren't you? You've totally screwed up. (laughs) That's the bet. Yes. This is a horrible idea. Um, (laughs) And and you shook my hand, so now you like the bet is made. Hi. Um, (laughs) You can cuss me out all you want to. I don't give a shit. That's hilarious. Mm. Oh my god, man! God bless. I'm so happy. I don't see the Patriots losing in Foxborough. Give me the Patriots. Okay. They're not very, they're not a good team this year. Not like they have been, but right. I still don't think the Texans are capable. I mean, second seed with 11 and five record. That's, that's still, they got the buy, but that's still not the best Patriots record. Yeah. They're about two wins light this year. Right. From what you'd expect. Right. Uh, Chargers in Kansas city. Think about it. Think mm. about it for the sake of poor little player three. Oh mm, my God. Let's see. I want to go back and look at something real quick here. Um, because these are once again divisional rivals facing off in the divisional round. It's like they play in these things. Um, let's see. So the Chiefs won at home by 10 in week one. And then when did they play again? They played and it was a one point charger. Went now. Give me, give me, give me the Chiefs at home. Chiefs at home. Pat Mahomes. Rolling with Mahomes. Oh my God. And give me the Chiefs over the Patriots. Chiefs over the Patriots. Really? Hard. Really? Yeah. All right. So your Super Bowl prediction is Saints and Chiefs. Which I think a lot of people before the season started would have predicted that. Okay. How who do you think's taking it? Do you think Drew Brees is going to get another one? Or do you think Mahomes is going to get one his second year in the league? Give me. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Yeah. See, with the Chiefs, the Chiefs don't have a great defense. Consider a player three. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I'm so happy. Oh, man, I'm so happy. You know, if you win this, I die, right? Yeah, I do. I get that. My wife kills me. Mm. Um, well, the thing is, is that as of right now, you've not said anything that I disagree with. So it might be a lame-ass bet. But it if, might be a wash. But even if it's a wash, though, technically that's not a win or a loss. You would still have to at least call your child player three. That's fine. Uh, but God, if that was just on the birth certificate, I'd be so happy. <clears throat> uh, give me because the the Chiefs defense can't stop a nosebleed. Give me the Saints. All right. All right. So we're gonna recap that just uh, on the count of the new bet and all that. Um, ugh, God, stop doing so much coke. I actually, if I did coke, I'd probably have better allergies. Or worse, or fewer allergies. Fewer allergies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less al- Is it less allergies or fewer allergies? Also, Can you really quantify allergies? Also, you could disintegrate your septum. That's yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't. I don't. That I don't doesn't sound do fun. Either. No, that's not. It's not a good time. No, it's you're not, not going to have a good time. If you deviate time. your septum, you're going to have a bad time. So, Hawks boys, you got Cowboys, Eagles, and Bears. You got Bears. Second round of the playoffs, you have. Saints over the Cowboys and Rams over the Bears. You have Saints taking the Rams, the Saints in the Super Bowl. Saints beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. 
for the AFC, you have Texans over Colts, Chargers over Ravens, Texans or Patriots over the Texans, the Chiefs over the Chargers, Chiefs Pats, Chiefs in the Super Bowl, Chiefs getting destroyed by the Saints. That's that's your pick. Yes. Okay. I'm not gonna put our listeners through another um, bracket, but this is the same one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have my my notes, all right. that stuff. I'll actually do something super organic, so when I do fill it out, like you'll know, right? I'm not cheating, right? Right. Okay. So I'm gonna get my my thing. There are only a couple of things in there that I would change. I would almost. Um, I would almost take the Texans over the Patriots. I know, and I really struggled with that. I that would be my my thing. I I think I think the Cowboys could take the Saints. I understand it's in the dome. I I want to be a realistic Cowboys fan. I don't want to be like this is our year, man. But I really do think the I part of me thinks that that is supremely possible. So I'm going to struggle with that one a little bit. And yeah. I also think that the Bears can take the Rams. I mean, those are, and you know what? Those are the two that I struggled with the most. So I, for the sake of the bet, so there is a clear winner and loser. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead. You're going to flip those? Yeah, I'm just going to flip those to make it. Okay, fair to enough. To make it a thing. Um, I might I might put the Cowboys over the Saints, but I also might not because, I mean, how can, Drew Brees playing the way he's playing at 39 in the dome. It, yeah. It, all the weapons. And here's the, here's the thing. Someone brought this up the other day. It's like, how, how many times can you reinvent yourself as a quarterback? And he's just been there for so long, played yeah. the game for so long, had teammates come and go. And he just has to deal. What is it? Improve, improvise or what? Something improvise and adapt. Uh, Improvise, adapt, overcome. Improvise, adapt, overcome. overcome. That's what it is. Yep. So he, I don't know, man. I'm, I might leave that one the way it is and just take I, Texans I, over Pats and also Bears remember over Rams. this. You know, the Cowboys' defense has been okay, and 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 I think you kind of throw out the the Giants game because you know you sat a bunch of your defensive stalwarts kind of in the second yeah, yeah. half there. So I mean, their defense overall this season was. Excellent, mm-hmm. but they just, there's something about what's happened the last few weeks that to me would concern me, mm-hmm. um, like getting shut out by the Colts, like that. But also the second half of the Eagles game was troublesome, mm-hmm. and then you know, I mean I, the the second half of the Saints game was troublesome. The only touchdown drive the Saints had was the it was essentially the Cowboys defense beating the Cowboys. Yeah, is what it was. Yeah. And uh, uh, God, who was it last week that we played? Giant. It was the Giants. Giants yeah. And what Randy Gregory had like, uh, basically he made up for his mistakes in the Saints game. Oh my God. But it wasn't really enough to make the game not a nail biter, even though we didn't really need it. You know, he didn't. But you know, yo, you, it's, it's good momentum. Things. It's yes, it's good momentum. And and I don't even know if you want to call it momentum. It's just they they proved to themselves that in a situation where they probably shouldn't have won, they were capable of winning. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have several of their defensive starters in. Uh, Zeke didn't play at all. Amari Cooper was barely targeted. Um, yeah, man, what was that? That, I mean, was, that was very weird. To me, it was yeah. very weird to leave Amari Cooper and Dak in. If that, yeah. game, if that game didn't matter. Right. My other thing, too, is like, why, why'd you leave Dak in? Like, 
I know that that the people are up and down on him based on the drive, mm-hmm. uh, based on how he does on a particular drive. But um, if you don't think that he gives you a better chance to win the Cooper Rush um, or Mike White, you're insane. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So. So we what we're what we're coming coming up against is that we have a few games in this in in this playoff season that could go either way. Yes. Isn't that kind of what you want, though? Oh, I think it's going to be very competitive. Yeah, you don't want to look at uh, a playoff bracket and think, well, like like half these teams don't stand a chance. Half these teams suck. Right. Yeah, it's a very competitive field, I think, this year. Right, and I I really like the way that it shaped up. The the wild card round, I think, is going to be more competitive than it's been in recent years. Oh, I absolutely agree. Uh, I I mean, Seahawks and the Cowboys, that's just a a lot. That's a a semi-new rivalry. Colts and Texans, like I can't remember the, the last time the Texans were. Have they ever been this good? Yeah, have they? Yeah, they've been good the last few years, actually. Um, they just run into this team called the New England Patriots. Man, fu- and just fuck. Have you heard Tom Brady is like, yeah, I plan on playing in 2019 and beyond. You're like, okay, cool. Not the way he's been playing this year. No, he f- fucked my fantasy team. <laughs> I hate him and I hate Gronk and I drafted both of them because I was like, well, fuck, I want to win. I want to finishing second in my fantasy league. Right. Um, fuck you, Tom Brady. Fucked me. <laughs> I I definitely should have, like there were legitimately three games I lost this year that were strictly because my quarterback was horseshit. I drafted uh, Saquon Barkley before I even knew who he was. Well done. He didn't, he didn't do much for me though. Really? Yeah, he had like spotty games. He still rushed for like fourteen hundred yards this year and had ninety maybe, catches. Maybe I'm you. You got to be thinking of somebody, somebody else. else maybe. I can't imagine that he that he didn't do well. Nine, 90 some odd catches and fourteen hundred yards rushing. If he's second in the league in rushing, no way. Thirteen. Oh man, whatever. he almost. You know, he was third going into that game against the Cowboys. Oh, and no. they said and if Gurley sat and Zeke sat. Yeah, and they said if uh, if he gets like two hundred four yards, yeah, he could. He which could sounded make, totally plausible. In my head, because I'm still like kind of a novice to all this. In my head, I was like, 200 yards in a game, and then he ripped off like a 65 yarder. Yeah, and then I just sat there and I was like, wait, he, he, no, he only needs like one more sort of that long, and then yeah. some decent carries. Yeah, and put, we're at 200 yards real quick. Put Zeke in for like a series, just so he can <laughs> rush. They didn't even dress his ass out. No, he wasn't. He wasn't uh, active at all. He, you know, because bless my wife's family, they were like, well, can't they just put Zeke in? And I'm like, no, they can't because he wasn't active. Yeah. Well, why not? Because they released those things 90 minutes before the game. You can only dress like 45, but okay, cool. <laughs> I'm just sitting there trying not to like lose my shit every time oh, they say something. Let's talk about uh, Jarwin real quick. Blake Jarwin? Who just Holy showed up shit. out of fucking nowhere. Holy shit. Had zero touchdown passes uh, touchdown catches the, the entire year and all mm-hmm. of a sudden has three. Yeah. You know how many times Jason Witten scored three touchdowns in a game? Yep. Because Blake Jarwin, Jarwin is like the first tight end for Dallas since, since Billy the, Joe Dupree in the 80s, right? 80s, 70s. 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 That's crazy to me, dude. Dude. That's, I mean, like, I'm, I'm happy for it. He was phenomenal. And that, that to me is another reason why the Cowboys could maybe take the Saints because now there's like a little extra proof downfield. Well, it where- certainly gives the Seahawks something to think about. Sure. And, and you know, Cam Chancellor retired before the year. Earl Thomas is hurt. You know, 
McDougald, is he gonna is he gonna be able to handle you know Blake Jarwin if he if if they wind up matched up against one another? The other interesting thing too is that um, I can't remember if it was the last time or two times ago that the Seahawks faced the Raiders when Amari Cooper was there. Bradley McDougald like straight up like scrambled Amari's brains. Really? Yeah, like concussed the fuck out of him. Oh yes. Okay. So there's some extra intrigue. Um, oh my goodness. So yeah, I mean, I think the Blake Jarwin thing is nice because it puts something else on tape that the Saints have or the um, Seahawks. I'm already going ahead on here that the Seahawks have to think about. Mm-hmm. To me, though, to me, the the interesting thing that was brought up a, a couple different places is everything about the way that game plan went was completely contrary to the way the Cowboys have been all year. Mm-hmm. Like they literally put the ball in Dak's hands and said, "All right, sling it around." Like that's not their formula for success. So mm-hmm. that's that's the other weird aspect of last week to me mm-hmm. is like why why are you having him in there doing the exact opposite of what you're going to ask him to do the rest of the year? Right. I mean, it's cool. Like he proved he can do it, but now it's like, wait a minute, why weren't you doing this all along? When Dak, yeah, so when 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 Dak decides to run, he needs to fucking commit because he'll sit there and he'll think about it and he'll wonder and he'll be like, okay, yeah, I guess maybe I can start running, and he always just gets trampled. If he, if there's a play designed for him to run, which they did a lot in the middle part of this season, right? They, they, they should just, do more. Yes, uh, but because that's what he did a lot of at Mississippi State. When yeah, he's what is that a dual threat quarterback? Is yeah, that what that's called. Yeah, he he's good at that. But there's sometimes I swear to God they're on the sidelines and Jason Garrett and his mic going like, whatever you do, don't run. Just collapse in this and just collapse in the line of scrimmage. Just collapse on the blitz. Just don't don't. And run. then after it happens, yeah. There has to be some fucking rhythmic clapping. God, I, God, I fucking hate you. Hashtag fire Jason Garrett. You have five more years of this now. You know he's going to get like a five year extension. Just because we made the playoffs. And honestly, uh-huh. and it, won the division again. Well, it, you know what? If we. Second time in three years. If, if we beat Third time the boys, in like five. Can you stop for a second? Sorry. Just pointing out all the things you hate. If we beat the Seahawks, which we're both fairly confident we will, yes, that'll be his second playoff win. Yes, which is just not good. Not good at all. It's not. But Jerry Jones is going to see that and just double down on his. Well, I don't see any reason why Garrett's not the man to take us to the Super Bowl. Son of a bitch, Jason Garrett's the my own version of Viagra. Give me, give me, uh, give me some more whiskey, and I think we'll be set. Yeah, Johnny Walker Blue for me, and a little for Jason over here. Maybe some for Jerry Jr. Jerry Jones sort of sounds like Yosemite Sam. He's a little bit. <laughs> Tar Nation! What? <laughs> All right. I'll get you, rabbit. <laughs> oh, God, I love the Looney Tunes. All right, so that about, what did we learn this NFL season? Oh, actually, no, I did have something else I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, so when we had our our preseason mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. which I'm really glad we've gotten to do uh, a postseason and then we'll do another it Super Bowl worked out really episode. well. Yeah, it, it did. I'm glad that you know we made that plan and we stuck with it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Hashtag Remember? new year, new us. <sighs> All right, so... <laughs> I'm going to shoot your wheels off every turn. <laughs> remember, remember earlier in the, uh, in the preseason, we had just come off like a super badass AFC with the Jaguars and the bills and all that. And oh my, we really wanted, And we thought, uh, Kirk cousins for the Vikings was going to be like the greatest thing ever. And the 
I think we might have said something about the Panthers yeah. being good or I don't know. Yep. But I looked really smart on that one. Oh the first man, week. I'm, I'm thinking. I came into this episode thinking it sounds like we have no idea what we're talking about. Sometimes that's uh, like most people that talk about sports. Because we, I, I was sitting here. I said, look, I want to see, I want to see the Jaguars be good again. Mm-hmm. And then they had, they had what like they were good for the first like, like five weeks. weeks. They, were, they started two. They lost they? like forty to nothing to the Cowboys or whatever. Forty to seven. Forty which, to seven. Oh yeah, yeah, there was a mercy touchdown at the end. We we sort of derailed them. I would I would think. Yeah. We, we threw had the, a hand in that. We we threw the uh, so close to greatness hacks on them. <laughs> a pox upon your house. Uh, we did the same thing with the Bills. Oh my God! Holy regression, Batman. Yeah. Right. Um. And then although they look like they have something with Josh Allen, he looks like he's going to be pretty. Pretty, pretty good. And the uh, I, I want to say this: the worst team in the league is the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. That have just so happens to be the same year that um, Kevin Sumlin is the head coach at Air, Arizona State or University of Arizona. Or University of Arizona. And uh, now all of Arizona sucks. Yes, <laughs> except for Arizona State. Uh, Herm Edwards was fairly. They 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 made it to a bowl. I think they won their bowl this year. Their meaningless bowl game of the fifty that were played. God, remember the good old days when it was like the Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl? And most of them were played on New Year's Day? Yeah. 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 And um, now it's like, oh, hey, you you want a bowl? Give us like 250 million bucks. Oh, hey, thanks. This is the, the Red Box Totito's bowl. Fiesta Dunk Chip Bowl. Dude, when it was the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, it made perfect sense to me. Whatever they changed it to, which I can't even remember right now. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, to me, these bowls need to think in terms of how does the sponsorship tie in? Like, if you have, like, the sun-kissed citrus bowl, like, that makes sense. Or the Minute Maid Orange Bowl. That totally makes sense. But, you know, you have, I don't know, you have all these stupid-ass names for some of these games now. But like I said, the Red Box Bowl, I think, is my favorite. <laughs> Oh my God. I didn't even know that was one. That was a bowl. Oh my God. And it was played uh new year's day or right before new year's day. I can't remember. What was a uh, man. Aren't they? Um, they had the Chick-fil-A peach bowl. Mm-hmm. That was something. a thing for a long time. I know TC now won it's something that. else. Now it's not Chick-fil-A anymore. I don't think. Yeah. Because it needs to go with the name of the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. The Tostitos Fiesta bowl. I get that. Yeah. I get that. You it Fiesta make with sense. Tostitos. Yeah. It's, it's a party, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a party, party in your without mouth Everybody's invited. Yeah. Sure. Not everybody. <laughs> just women. <clears throat> so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I really like that. Um, Arizona sucked. I don't know why I like that, but I think it has something to do with they Kevin Sumlin. They were dog shit terrible. Uh, 49er, what? Garoppolo got hurt, right? Yep, very early in the Yeah. Year. That was the difference there. And that's why. Because they, they could have been. <laughs> then they had to go to CJ Beathard, and then they had to go to Nick Mullins. And Nick Mullins was actually good in stretches. What do you think, um, what do you think the future looks like for Eli Manning? I don't know that he has one in New York. Um, Dave Gettleman, their GM, was fairly noncommittal. Um, Eli sounded like he knew that it might not happen. I mean, he, w- he wasn't particularly good this year. Nope. Um, you know, and it's kind of been a trend. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, you know, they, it's going to be tough too, because one of the top quarterbacks that was eligible for the draft decided to go back to school. Uh, the kid at Oregon, Ooh. he's going back for a senior year. He announced that a few weeks ago. 
Um, so that's one less quarterback that they could get. Now, to be honest with you, they actually, it was a good thing that they lost because they would have screwed themselves out of about six spots in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, somebody somebody pointed this out the other day. By Carolina winning their meaningless last game of the year, they dropped seven spots in the draft. They dropped from like from like nine to 16 or something like that. Really? Yeah, that's not good. Sometimes it's better just to embrace the suck. A multitude of suck. A multitude of suck. I feel like we might have. Yes. I already know the the title of the episode. What is it? It's Ready Player Three. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) I know you're not kidding. I'm I'm not at all. And I'm not kidding about that bet either. Oh my God. I'm going to fucking get killed. Yeah, you are. It's going to be amazing. All right. uh, One last thing on, on football. Uh-huh. How do you feel about the Raiders going into the 2020 season at in Vegas? Because they have they're not. five first round picks yeah. over the next two seasons. Yeah, I mean they're they're not going to suck. I don't think unless they completely screw this up. Couple of things. So they're not going like you said to Vegas till 2020. There's talk about them playing all their home games in London next year. The NFL is so fucking trying to make London NFL. A thing. Let me okay. Continue on the Raiders. I want to. I want to get on that because I have. I have so many questions about that. Did you see who they hired as their GM? No. Mike Mayock from the NFL Network, who is a fantastic, particularly draft analyst, but has never held a position in an NFL front office. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you think Raiders are going to be decent in the future? I think in two to. Three years, probably more on the three years side. They're going to be, they're, they might be pretty salty. Okay. Okay. Um, th- okay. So NFL in London. Okay. Here's the, here's the, here's the question. Okay. <clears throat> How is that going? Like, is that going to be an expansion of the U.S. NFL or is it going to be its own thing? Because if you have teams over there coming to play games here, their whole the the consider the you, time zones, man. You have to to me to me. It's gonna really suck if you add just one. Um, you have to make it like worth it. You have to make it worth. Well, what's gonna have to happen for the sake of these teams not, you know, being completely dog tired? Not that the league cares. Um, you Ooh, know this throwing shade, throwing this shade. this team. This team that they put in London will have to, in my in my opinion, you got to come stateside and play like four weeks in a row, and like not go back to London, like spend four weeks in the continental U.S. and then use one of your buys as you go back, you know, um, because I don't care that they fly in these these unbelievable charters and stuff like that. You're still fucking flying like 15 hours. Yeah, it still sucks. Sucks. As somebody who's made that flight on many an occasion when I when we lived over there as a family, holy shit, it sucks. Um, I don't care how big the plane is, and mind you, I did this in the early 2000s back when they actually like you know didn't treat you like complete dog shit when you got on a plane. Um. <laughs> So the food wasn't bad, but we flew like when we moved there, when we moved to Germany, we flew Lufthansa. Lufthansa is the shit. Okay. They're pretty good. I'll remember that. Remember that if you go over there. Um, But to me, yeah, then, then I think that, you know, if you're like a divisional opponent of them, which could you put the Raiders in the AFC West when they're, you know, become the furthest East team in the league? Yeah. 
I mean, I guess the the Arizona Cardinals used to be in the NFC East, you know, before they realigned. So, I mean, I guess anything's possible. But especially you, you for one to, year, you know, like expand to four teams and just make a whole London division. Yeah. Um, and basically, what then? You play all your division games like in an eight, eight week stretch, basically, and then you do like oh, well, what what you I guess because you play all your own opponents. Everyone in your in your division twice in mm-hmm. a season, mm-hmm. so you could start the start the season off. Those four teams play those four teams. Mm-hmm. Come stateside and play the second half of your season. Play. Can you imagine that though for a player though? Like, there's no point in moving your family. No, there isn't. Um, well, no. What you, what you do is, is hang on. How would you do that? Well, what here's here. Fuck, I don't. Let me think. let me let me take this idea and, and, yeah. and try try this. Try yeah, this on. Let's for pass size. the baton. Let's let's say you have four teams over there, which I don't think the NFL would add four teams at once. Right. Um, that's just too much. Well, there's also logistics I mean, of where do you play? Right. Um, did they all share Wembley or? You know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what I think you could do is instead of just blowing your wad on playing your whole division in an eight week stretch, mm-hmm. I think. Each of the two teams, uh, or of the four teams, you split them out two and two. They each play their division games against the other. You know, in base, you know, basically alternate weeks um, for the for like the first four weeks, and then they go to stateside for four weeks. Then they, or maybe maybe even send them back stateside for eight weeks, the middle eight, and then come back for the last um, for the last four and make them all division games. Because in theory, that's what you're doing anyway. You play a lot of division games right. at the end of the year. Right. So I don't know. I, I think it's a logistics nightmare, particularly if it's just one team. Um, I don't think that Europe is ever going to take to American football the way they want it to. I think that they really hurt themselves when they got rid of NFL Europe, which, by the way, didn't have you know mind-blowing attendance, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but hasn't like every game that the NFL has played in London sold out? Well, that's because last- it's a novelty. And so they you also, think it's really just they're also getting, you also have to remember, they're also getting a lot of um, active duty military and their family stationed over there that are getting these tickets. So, so you, you, and I think that's a fair assessment that it's, it's really just because it's a, it's a one time, two time thing a year. Yeah. Two or three. How many did they play this year? I know they played I think at least they played two. Like four. Yeah. I think they year. played four. I think they expanded it to four. Um, I mean, it's still a novelty. At four games, it's still a novelty. Right. Um, and you have, you know, the Ramstein um, in Germany, that area, the Kaiser Slaughter military community, like I I might know something about this, right, um, is the largest contingency of Americans not in America. It's like over a million Americans and their families. Wow. Um, so, you know, those are all people that, you know, it's not, you know, you buy a cheap Ryanair flight, go to London, you know, land at Heathrow, you know, and you go to the game and then you fly back for like three euro and it's friggin' awesome. Um, but you get like nothing. So, but you can do a day trip that way. Mm-hmm. And like, then you, then like, I can understand how they're doing well in terms of that. But beyond that, like, do, like, do I think that the common British person is like, Oh man, I can't wait to watch this game that I'd like to make fun of the name because they call it football, but only one aspect of the game involves the feet. Yeah. Um, no, like I just don't see <laughs> no. I just don't see, you know, I think the Germans are much more interested in football than the Brits are. Germany actually has a semi professional league 
for football. Yeah, really. Italy does too. And so does Sweden. Like there's a lot of, like, I think that London was the wrong friggin' place. London's a very international city. It's, it's very soccer and things like that. It's not American football, man. All right. Okay. So fuck London is basically what we've I'm kidding. Don't like the city. No. Yeah. Fuck the idea of the NFL expanding to not, no, hate London. If you're listening, you guys are great. Switch gears real quick. How about okay. the NBA? What have we seen so far this season? Um, the Thunder have figured some shit out, haven't they? A little bit. Seems like uh, it. They're pretty good. LeBron um, out, still out with a groin injury from like two weeks ago, I think. A week ago? Yeah, something like that. I think it happened when now, I was out there. Now, um, let's say, you know, he's old-ish yeah. for a player. What What are the odds of coming back from something like that and being as good? If oh, he'll be were? fine. You think he he'll will? He'll be fine. Uh, as long as he rests it properly, which he will. Right. Um, about, I think there's, yeah. there's a couple interesting things. Um, you know, the Mavs currently are two and a half out of eighth place, currently occupied by the Lakers. Um, so I think that they're going to be super competitive and have a real chance at, you know, uh, uh, you know, a playoff push this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rockets for all the, you know, having to release Carmelo and yada, yada, yada. They're nine and one in their last 10. They mm-hmm. just beat Golden State in overtime last night. Mm-hmm. They're in fourth place. The Denver Nuggets are uh, witches. They clearly are. They, they have they have a hex upon the NBA as they sit atop the West at twenty five and eleven, fifteen and three at home. So what what did we say? Um, I think it was it was before it was the tip off. It was the first mm-hmm. episode of the se- of season two, mm-hmm. and we were sitting there talking about like who in the front office of the the the. Warriors sold their soul, and the question is, who are the Nuggets sold their soul? Because I mean, they sort of came out of nowhere, didn't they? I mean they they've been a tough out for a couple of years, but it's like everything's just kind of come together. Yeah, you know, for them this year. Um, you know, oh, the, Phoenix also is very bottom of the West, so I'm I'm still happy oh, that Arizona oh, sucks. Oh my God, they are just dog shit terrible. Um, the Pelicans. How I, might about the Pelic- the t- I might change the title of the episode to dog shit. You've said that like I'm probably 15 times oh my the entire gosh. hour we've been talking. It's fine with me. I don't I, care. I have a filthy mouth and a bad attitude. <clears throat> Continue. <laughs> Sacramento has been a surprise. They're two games out of eighth place. They're, you know, 500, not a terrible organization. The Pelicans are a bit of a surprise, uh, as are the Jazz, because these are two playoff teams from last year that both won their first round series, and they are both... Uh, if the season ended today, you know, miss the playoffs. Um, you know, when you look over at the East, the Milwaukee Bucks, like that doesn't shock me that Milwaukee is competing with Toronto for the, for the top of the West. Um, it is surprising to me last night that the, that the Spurs, um, beat down the Raptors. Spurs beat the Raptors pretty bad. Oh yeah. Like DeMar DeRozan had his first career triple double. Um, and how much of that have the Raptors played the Spurs yet this season? That was the first time. That was the first. So how much of that do you think was like, fuck you, Kawhi Leonard? Oh, there was a lot of that. I yeah. mean, every time he touched the ball, he got booed. Every time they showed him on the video board, he got booed. Um, so it's interesting in its own right. Sure. Um, you know, Boston at, at, at five, that kind of surprises me right now. Bit. Um, you think they're still trying to find their groove with Gordon Hayward getting back in the mix? Um, I think they got a couple things going on. Yeah. So like what? Um, I mean, if I remember correctly, Kyrie has not been quite himself. Hadn't he been banged mm-hmm. up? Yeah, I think so. so. 
Um, so they're not quite what you expect them to be later in the year. Um, you know, other than that, you know, good on the, the Charlotte Hornets. They're, you know, top eight in the, in the, in the Eastern conference right now. Yeah. That's weird. Um, that is weird, especially, uh, the hurting that the Mavericks put on them the other day. Uh, I think it was the Mavericks. If I remember correctly, but anyway, there you know. But once again, you kind of look at the six, seven, eight in the Eastern Conference, and it's you know eighteen and eighteen is good enough for sixth place in the league, right? That's bizarre. Um, well, the and, East, the Barren uh, well, Wasteland, you know, yada yada yada. Oh, let's uh, speaking of Barren Wasteland, let's look at Cleveland. Oh, eight and thirty. Wow, they suck worse than the uh, Phoenix Suns. Oh so, God, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, and the Knicks, they're terrible. The Bulls just. Do you think the Knicks will ever be bunch. good again? So here's here's something that I I kind of want to pick your brain about. Dynasties are never meant to last forever. They never do, and they never do. When I get into arguments about the Cowboys having five championships, and like, oh, well, you haven't had a championship in almost thirty years. It's like, cool. We still have five. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. But see, you discounted the Browns. No, because in they the Super to, Bowl era. Oh, oh see, but now you re, you redrew the lines. No, it, you redrew. I, I, did, I, I said the exact same thing we were talking about Cleveland. But no, 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 no. I'm saying you're redrawing the lines though. So the Cowboys in the yeah, Super Bowl era, we have the sec. We're tied for second most Super Bowls. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Was a three way tie, right? 49ers, Patriots, us, and Steelers have six. Right, the don't 40, 49ers, 49ers I think have four, don't they? Do they? they? There's I one remember. I think there's one other team that we're tied with for five. I can't remember. But when you like okay, so the Bulls. Let's let's get back to basketball. Okay. They went to the championship six times. They won, won all, all six, six of them. Yep. And then Jordan finally left, mm-hmm. and they have not been close to getting back since. No. The Knicks They had one season where they were really good with Derrick Rose and mm-hmm. Derrick Rose broke every bone in his body. Every bone in his body, yeah. Um the the Knicks and the Celtics have always been historically favored teams. Mm-hmm. Just I guess mm-hmm. the cities they're in, how long they've and, been. And in the Boston league. has delivered on that in the last fifteen years. So. Right? Do you uh, the Celtics? What they they won in two thousand eight? Right? That was their last championship. I believe that was their last one. Yeah. And then they kept running into the LeBron Heat. Right. The end of that Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, right group ran right. into the Heat. But do you Paul think? Pierce. Storied, uh, storied franchises like the Knicks or the Bulls, or man, there's really no one in the West. Or the, I guess maybe even the Lakers. If if the season were over tomorrow, Lakers would squeak into the playoffs. Yeah, and play Denver. And I don't know that I'd hate their chances. Denver's chances? Uh, no, the, the Lakers. Lakers. Chances. I don't know really? that I'd hate their chances if LeBron was healthy. I don't oh, know that I'd hate their chances. You. But do you think any of these teams will ever be good again? Is it how cyclical is it? Like, do, is it all just the Knicks? The Knicks have to get out from underneath James Dolan, and just by saying that, James Dolan has now banned me from Madison Square Garden. Um, he's 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 got rabbit ears. Uh, so what is yeah. it, James Dolan. Yeah. Fuck you, James Dolan. Oh my. You don't understand how petty this man is. I don't care. Um, if he's listening to this, good on him. If he's listening to this, like, why am I not making money off the podcast? Somebody, you're right, exactly. Uh, maybe he'll buy the podcast, give us money, and fire us, and then tell us to never do it again. Yeah, yeah. I would. 
Okay. You know what? Give me the money. Give me the money me and the I don't money. care. I don't care at that point. I'll just start a new podcast. Right. And I'll say, fuck you, James Dolan again. And then you could buy that. And, and then I'll, I'll start another. The great thing about podcasts is there's no, two, there's is that, no end in sight for right. names we could come up with. Right, 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 right. No end in sight for names. No end in sight for topics or conversations or themes. Um, so if he wants to buy me out of So Close to Greatness, I'll take the money. Yeah. And I'll come up with something way fucking better. Yeah. So, so take that. So yeah, suck on that. Um, anyway, let's... But yeah, the Knicks have to get out from under James Dolan. See how I brought us back there? Yeah. Um, they have to get out from underneath James Dolan in order to have a chance. Okay. Um, they get out from under James Dolan, they can start digging out from the six feet of shit they've been under for the last... Since they... God, since the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Or actually, did they went to the playoffs once with Amari, and they lost to the Heat, I think. Amari Cooper? Amari <laughs> Stoudemire. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going you're gonna to ask about their era with Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing? Yeah. What, what about him? He was in Space Jam. What about him? Oh my god. <laughs> He's a great actor. He's in Space Jam. Played basketball player. He's really good at it. Like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was in Space hey, Jam too. Man, when you're that skilled and you have to act like you have no talent, that's <laughs> that's difficult to do. That's pretty it's like it takes an insanely smart person to convincingly play a dumb a dumb I agree. Game. I agree. So So there. So uh-huh. <laughs> Um So who else? Who else? Who else? I don't know, but do you you think that like some of it is cyclical, right? Do you think the Hornets yeah. are going to get more people because Tony Parker's no playing on Tony it? Parker's at the end of his career? Well, I mean, this the idea of maybe playing on a team that he like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Tony Parker has that kind of draw. You don't? No, I think he had draw when he was part of a Tim Duncan, Monte Ginobili, you know, power uh, triumphant. Yeah. All right, uh, so basketball is just it's going mm-hmm. right. It's there. It's, it'll it's it'll get really interesting after February. Okay. And okay. I'll watch none of it because, well, I'll have an infant. Man, are you going to be able to keep doing the show? Yeah, I'll still figure out a way. Awesome. I might have to bring my kid every now and again. Hey, man, that'd be great. That'd be fine. Yeah. I'm cool with it. I, I don't, I'm like, I, I, when my dog barks, I get upset. But if a baby cries, I'm slightly less upset. But slightly. still. <laughs> but that I understand. Please don't punt my child. But that I... <laughs> Only if we're talking about football. If we're talking about um, basketball, I'll try to make a three-pointer with it. There you go. There And there it is. It, it's definitely a he, by the way. I'm glad we're friends. Yes. <laughs> so uh, basketball's there. Anything with the MLB? Um, I think probably the biggest thing right now, the Goldschmidt trade to the Cardinals was kind of significant, although I think this is the last year of his contract, so... You know, good luck. You're going to have to spend a lot of money to retain him. Uh, the two biggest, you know, free agents out there, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, are both unsigned. Yankees are still interested in Machado. Um, not so much in Harper. Um, but, you know, it's not, it keeps, you know, there keep being these little like rumblings or whatever that the Chicago White Sox are going to make a big play and get Bryce Harper or whatever. And it's like, well, okay. But I think that they're not quite there as a team to add somebody like that. I don't, I think you need to develop more 
um, along the way before you make a splash like that. But if they want to do that and they have the money, good on them. Okay. If Bryce Harper wants to give all his money to the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois in taxes, have at it, Haas. That's all you, man. Uh, which one was it? Is the Elvis Andrews retire? Uh, uh, Adrian Beltre. Adrian, that's who it was. God. Yeah. Okay. I can never first ballot Hall of Famer. End of story. So what? Did, what does that mean for the Rangers? Do you think? I think they may not say it, but it's definitely another rebuilding year. Um, they're also not in a great. No, I mean they're building to something. I think they're truly building to something. You know, they uh, they made a deal uh, sending Jerks and Profar, who at one point was the number one prospect in all of baseball many years ago, sending him to Oakland. Um, and you know, the it takes a couple of years to figure out kind of what your haul was back. Um, if they're, you know, if they're serviceable, um, but on the surface, the four guys that they're getting back are considered legitimate prospects. So you know they're building to something, and they've got a new ballpark opening uh, after this coming season. Uh, so that whole area have have you been down there yet? Yeah, I was. I went to Texas Live for the first time. It's huge. Uh, Saturday the twenty second. Huge. Yeah. Huge, sort of unnecessary, eh, but also could be fun. But I mean, kind of always needed to be there, and I'm right. glad they finally built it. Right. Um, that hotel is going to be massive. I, I went to um, God, the thing they do on the field, like the the maze of lights and that that whole thing. Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. I went down there with a friend. Uh, I've heard that's overrated. I mean, it, it, online it said it was twenty five bucks. When we paid at the door, it was thirty six. Worth twenty five bucks. Not worth thirty six. Okay, that's a that's a an eleven dollar. You know that Globe Life Park, uh, the current stadium, is where the XFL team's going to play, right? God, I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy. It's not going to be the same XFL from seventeen, eighteen years ago. Though. I don't care. I just I want this it to come. This is back. the XFL. I want the what is it? The lingerie football league. I want that to come to Dallas. It was in Dallas. When? Uh, Ten years ago. Oh man, I wasn't. I wasn't capable of appreciating it. There wasn't much to appreciate. All right, we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I went down to that that light maze thing at, at uh, Ranger Field, and I saw Texas Live for the first time. It, was, it almost like it looks like a it miniature is Las Vegas. Expensive as fuck. is it really? Oh yeah. Uh, when the Taylor Swift concert was at AT and T Stadium, and there was an MMA fight, like parking was like 50, 50 60 bucks. Holy shit! Yeah, it was stupid. Um, yeah, it was dumb. So anyway, when I went on the 22nd, thankfully somebody else paid, mm-hmm. but I went to that Miller Lite Tavern and they had the beer steins that are like, I don't know, how, how big is this bartender band? Uh, I don't know. It looks like it could be about 60 ounces. It was it was huge. Okay. Glass. I mean, granted, they're engraved with like Miller Lite Tavern, mm-hmm. but you get to keep them. Do you really? Yes. Ooh, I want to go. Dude, they're fucking huge. I've, I'll when I get home, I'll take a picture of it yeah, and send it to please. you. It's it, but it's it's glass. Like it's a legit piece. Really? Yes. Is that a special thing they were doing, or is that, that just that's a, regular all the time? Oh you buy that. You buy this massive beer, which I'm sure was probably twenty bucks. Sure. Uh, you keep the keep the glass. How much does it cost to refill it, though? I don't know. Because you're paying twenty bucks, you'd like I to think the price one. of the Stein was in there. I only had one. Yeah, that's probably a good call and I on didn't your part. Pay. <laughs> okay, also fair. So yeah. Well, uh, so I think that about wraps it up. Yep. For this Definitely. this uh, installment of the NFL series, we are heading into the preseason. This will be up tomorrow morning, to, or this morning. If you're listening, it's obviously already streaming. 
so we're going to skip our usual Monday. I, I'm we're going to skip a four questions too, just because I don't really have time to sit down and like edit video anymore with my new job till I figure out some sort of permanent. Yeah, schedule. you're fine. But uh, I want to ask you this: If I were to post this on Monday, mm-hmm. do you think the you think the Cowboys would still be in the playoffs? Right? Yes. Okay. But I'm gonna say we're gonna see how how right we are on oh this one. Oh my god! I can't wait for your your child to have the middle name player three. I don't. Think I that's can't gonna... wait. God help me! I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, you're you have to you have some serious explaining uh, to do to your wife when you get home. Dearest wife, <laughs> I will accept a divorce if that is what you choose. Uh, you can accept the divorce all you want to, but the bet still stands. So you're you, you get I mean you might wind up single as fuck at the end of this, but your child's middle name will be player three. And I'll have and I'll have a kid to like bring around like, oh look, I'm a responsible father. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> ladies you and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been so close to greatness with player two, your host for the afternoon. Player two, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. My name is Robbie Clark, your guest. As always, don't forget to check out Based on a True Podcast with my friend Zeke and his wife Natalie. They tell you weird, creepy, funny stories that are all based on reality. Check out the Idiot Syncratic Podcast with my also my good friends Justin and Alex. They talk about whatever the hell they want to and it's sometimes the jokes are uncomfortable, but hey, they're jokes, damn it. Just listen to them. It's a good time. Also, if you want to read something, uh, some articles about movies and films, check out cinemasoapbox.net. I am a contributing writer for that website. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And next time I see you on So Close to Greatness, we're going to get a little bit closer. Mm-hmm.